So my first camping trip, um, that's what we're going to talk about today. I think it'll be kind of cool because that's without that first camping trip, you know, this podcast wouldn't be here. The blog wouldn't be there. The, the, um, YouTube channel wouldn't be there. None of that would have happened because this started it all. So feel like we should probably talk about that. So if you like camping, maybe you'll like today's, today's little talk. All right, so here we go. So back in 2018, I found myself single again, and I just knew that I could I could go, you know. And I wanted I love road trips. I love driving. Um, I love seeing new parts of the world. And I've always had this dream of wanting a teardrop camper and just going on long road trips and camping all the way through. And I had done that one time with one of my ex-boyfriends, but we ended up camping, I think, one night and then drove all the way to our destination. And then whenever we came home, we were going to Colorado. When we came home, we just ended up driving it straight home. Like it wasn't the trip that either one of us had planned and it, it wasn't what it turned out to be. But now that I was on my own again, um, you know, I was like, well, I think I should try the camping thing by my by myself and see how that goes because I've done a lot of camping with other people and I decided yep that's what I'm going to do so my first goal I was like I'm going to go to the Grand Canyon I've always wanted to go to the Grand Canyon nobody's ever wanted to go to the Grand Canyon with me I've never gone I can drive like whatever let's go well luckily I couldn't find camping there and that was a good thing because Grand Canyon's a long drive away and I didn't know then, but I know now because I've been there, you drive through a lot of nothing to get there. And I probably would have totally been freaked out that being my first solo trip. Um, So I decided after doing some research and everybody else was scared and whatnot, I figured I found a spot that I really liked in um, Arkansas and it was in a national forest so I was like okay cool so preparation started right I had to borrow literally everything because as I said I had gone camping a lot but we always went um with my mom or my sister and so mom has tents sister has tents sister has sleeping bags sleeping mats you know mom has big blow-up mattresses and stuff um and a lot of different um you know sleepwear um not sleepwear sorry my Alexa's going off because I just got a bunch of packages it's like Christmas um so I'm excited about that maybe I'll pause it and then tell you all what I got in a minute because I want to go open it anyways um she had like the linens and blankets and stuff you know so at this point I had no gear whatsoever so I had to borrow everything like I got um an ice chest I got a little yeti ice chest thank god it was a little one because it was so heavy I could barely move it around but I got that from my friend and co-worker um Ricky I got my tent from a friend um uh, and then I got my sleeping bag. My sleeping bag was the other thing I got, and it was actually a kid's sleeping bag. I got that from my friend, and it was their little boys, and I took a couple extra blankets and stuff that were mine, and the tent worked out really cool because it was a one-man tent, and, um, it was super easy for me to put up. I tried to put it up. I didn't like put the stakes in there or anything, but I put it up in my bedroom before I left it and it worked out flawlessly. I was like, yeah, I'm going to have no problem with this. I'd help put other tents together um, where you kind of need two people. I was always that 
you know, other person. Um, and so this, I could do it by myself. Right. And so I got everything together. I mean, the food I took, I think I, I took spam. I took, I don't even know if I took spam. I don't think I did. I didn't take anything to cook that trip. I took bread, um, sandwich meat, peanut butter and jelly. I took crackers, saltine crackers and potted meat, Vienna sausages. And I froze water bottles. Um, oh, I took a, a can of beans, baked beans. So I did cook. I think that was the only thing I cooked because I had my little burner. I had that. Um, I may have taken some clam chowder too. I think I took clam chowder because I had, yeah, I did. Because then I could have the, the saltines doubled for stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I took the burner. I took the baked beans. I took the, I don't think I took spam though. I didn't take spam that time, but spam is like a staple now. I take it whenever I go camping. Um, but yeah, so I headed out and I was going to Arkansas. And so, you know, I was, all the excitement was in me and, you know, I hadn't really thought about how scary it kind of was. And I was only going about seven hours away. And so the drive itself didn't scare me because whenever I go from Texas to Florida, I am driving, I mean, it's like a 10 hour drive, but sometimes it turns into 12 hours due to traffic and weather and whatnot. Um, so seven hours, I mean, that seemed easy peasy. I wasn't worried about that at all. Um, and so we'll kind of get into where the worries came and I'm going to go open my packages and then maybe I'll tell y'all about that whenever I get back too. Oh my goodness. So the packages. Okay. So y'all, whenever I left, I was like super excited and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to, it's about to be Christmas time. Cause I'm actually going on a camping trip, um, this Thursday, which today's Monday. So, uh, by the time I get this posted, I'll probably be on my way on my camping trip. But I ordered a bunch of stuff because I realized as I started packing everything up, um, I, a lot of the stuff that I normally take, I left with my teardrop camper in Florida and I'm going tent camping this coming up um, in a few days. And so whenever I went outside to look for my packages, they weren't out there. So I like, got the mailbox key and went to the mailbox and they weren't there. And I was like, oh no. And I had another pack, another thing that said it was going to deliver later on. And so I started doing some other stuff and kind of waiting on that to get there. Cause I thought maybe they'll just get there all at the same time. Well, the other packages got there and then my other important camping stuff was missing. So I got it through Amazon and I looked on the picture and it, they took a picture and that was not my door because it had a placemat there and that was not mine. So I started going all over building two, which I'm in and I was looking for it everywhere. And I thought I found it. I knocked on their door and they're like, no, no, that's not even our doormat. And I looked closer. I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. It says welcome, but it's different. And I went around and I found it in building one on the second floor actually so thank goodness we have elevators here but in my packages I got the halo bolt charger thing you can charge like multiple devices on it and you can also jump your car and for anybody that knows me I like to kill batteries in cars so that's pretty cool and then I just um, gave Indy a haircut my dog this past week and it's going to be kind of cold and she you know gets overheated really easily and cold really easily so I got her a little vest and then I got a waterproof blanket um, cause my tarp is in Florida as well. And I really didn't want another tarp. I wanted to get something that was kind of multi-purpose. So I got a waterproof blanket. And then I also, my, um, like picnic blanket thing, I have two of them actually. 
and both of them are in Florida with my my camper so I bought a new one it's a cool one so I'll definitely on this trip I'll be taking pictures of all that stuff and whatnot and I should have um did a video of me unpacking all that to put on on YouTube because I was so so excited and you know Darian my roommate she was here and I was open I was like oh my gosh look at this like I was so excited so yeah packages came still waiting on a few more things that are going to be here tomorrow because my lanterns I have one and I have some flashlights but I got some new better lanterns that are supposed to be coming in and I finally ordered myself an atlas a USA atlas so that'll be here tomorrow as well and so Anyways, back to the first camping trip. Um, it totally could have been a disaster right off the start because as I get there, it's like seven hours away. As I'm driving, I'm kind of realizing like what I'm doing, like, oh my gosh, I'm about to sleep out in the woods by myself. Like there's bears and stuff. You know, I kind of started creeping myself out a little bit, but it started raining on me. And once I got to the first campground that I had found, Shady Lake Campground, it looked super scary. It looked like people had, you know, there were campers there for that had been there like 30 years or something. And I was like, no, I am not staying here. Like I would, I would have been worried about getting murdered, you know? So at this point where I was at, I had no service on my phone. I could pull up, um, my map on my phone, but I could not look anything up. And so that's why the Atlas that I'm getting, um, it's a very good thing. And it's shocking. I haven't bought one since then, but, um, cause I've had problems with no cell phone service many a time since then. Uh, but that'll come in real handy. So I had no service. So what I, I just pulled up my Google maps on my phone and I was just trying to drive in a direction of a bigger town. And I kept getting to names and places and everything. And it was like, nothing was there. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know where I'm going. And I'm in the forest at this point, you know? And so this could be super bad. I don't remember how much gas I had, but I was like, Oh gosh, I hope I don't run out of gas. Like I'm not going to have service. This is, this is bad. But whenever I finally did get service, I found a couple of spots that were close by saves the directions to all of them. Um, and I ended up, the first one I went to was Charlton campground and that campground was amazing. I was gonna, I looked into going back there, um, this trip, but they're not open yet from the winter. So I think they open up in April or May. And so I couldn't go there cause that's just, you get there and, um, first come first serve kind of thing. And so I'm glad I checked and I didn't just ride out cause that would have been really bad. Um, but anyways, whenever I got there, they had, um, loops that had, uh, campers on it and then they had a tent loop and there was nobody on the tent loop. So I'm like, yes, this is what I want because I didn't want an audience. You know, I didn't know the struggles I was going to have. I didn't want a bunch of people coming and bothering me and saying, you know, do you need help? Do you need help? Cause yes, I can use help, but I wanted to be able to figure out how to do this stuff on my own and not depend on nice strangers everywhere I go. Right. And so as soon as I um, got there, I got out and I started, you know, just getting everything going and, you know, it was raining and stuff and Indy, she hates camping. She's going again this week, but, um, she's not really a, a true fan of it and she's real skittish and stuff. And so, um, I tied her up, um, and so she was on her leash and then I got everything set up and there's a picture. It's, I mean, I look awful in the picture, but it's like my favorite picture in the world because you can just see how happy I was. And it was after I had got all of my stuff 
setup. I realized I didn't have a hammer or anything and the ground was super hard. I had to go find a rock, a big rock to hit my stakes in the ground. I was like, Oh no. As soon as I started trying to put the stakes in, I was like, yep, forgot that, you know? And there was a lot of that, that first trip. And there's, you know, kind of a lot of that each time you go camping, you get new ideas of what you want to bring, or you knew that you needed to bring something and then you forgot it or whatnot. I've gotten a lot better at it. Um, and I kind of keep all my camping stuff together now, so it's not so bad, but you know, that the first time it, it was crazy, but we, I got everything in the, in the tent. We were real cozy. I think I did the beans that night and, um, I was real sure to, you know, clean the, I used like wet ones to clean the, the bowl out. And I put all of my trash, all of my food and everything in little like grocery baggies. And I tied those up and I put all of that stuff in the trunk of the car because there were bear signs everywhere there. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And all I had was like a little itty bitty knife. And I'm like, so if bear comes like, it's going to be me and this knife, you know? And so the first night it was, I had got in the tent before it got dark because I was like, if I'm out here, I'm going to I'm going to end up freaking myself out. And because, again, nobody came in that day. I was on that loop all by myself. I could hear the campers on the other loops, but I couldn't even see them because the trees were so thick. So, I mean, I really felt like I was out there by myself. And like I said, Indy was not a fan. And all of a sudden she just started growling. And um, I like looked up and I had seen a, a firefly. And, uh, I was like, oh, it's just a firefly. You're like, you're, you're creeping out over nothing. But I unzipped the, the tent and it was just a one man, man tent. So there's only one zip in it and that's, you know, your way in and out. So that's right where my head was. And so I unzipped that and oh my goodness, I sat there and looked out of that tent for probably an hour because the fireflies, lightning bugs, whatever you call them, they were just everywhere and I tried to take videos I tried to take pictures I tried to do everything and I could not get them um to show up in them but it was the most beautiful thing I had ever experienced in my life like I was just I felt like I was in the movie Avatar and it was like this was worth it you know like this was cool and I did it by myself um it it really it really felt cool and so that night I slept pretty well um, the ground was super hard. I did not take enough, uh, padding. It was a little bit chilly too. Uh, Arkansas gets a little bit colder than we do here in Texas at night. And, um, so I was a little cold and the padding was kind of crappy, but I, I slept pretty good. And so the next day, you know, I got up and I went to the shower facility and that one was really cool for disabled people because the disabled one, it was like a room of its own. And, um, so I could take Indian there and then just let her off the leash and she wasn't going to go mess with anybody else because it was just our room and the, the shower, it was, it worked perfectly. The, you know, seat that pulls down like it it worked fine I could reach everything like it it could not have gone any better like there was not a better place for me to stay the first time all by myself because there there was it was just so easy to get around and everything was so accessible there wasn't a lot to frustrate me you know so I got showered and straight from there um we headed out and another thing like I didn't have service 
where I was at at my campsite, like in one spot I did, but I did not have a whole lot of service. And so as soon as I got, you know, out and had service, you know, I tried to post on Facebook or text my, my friends and family. I think I had a group chat going at one point and I would just text them and be like, I'm still alive. Cause everybody was kind of worried about me and whatnot. And so pretty much I had stayed three nights and every day I would go. And I mean, we, we went all the way. We were at the border of Missouri at one point. Um, we went up to Eureka Springs, like we drove, I drove through all of, we went up Magazine Mountain, um, I found the highest peaks, we found the scenic routes, we went through Eureka Springs, that's a cool, cool, cool town way up there close to Missouri, um, and I had stopped to get gas actually, and this guy had asked me if I needed help, and he saw my Texas tags, and he was from Texas, and he's the one that told me about Eureka Springs, so I wouldn't even have, even have looked that up unless he would have you know, told me about that. And he was like, do you need any help? I was like, actually, could you grab me a bag of ice? Cause I really don't want to sit it on my lap cause it's going to soak me. And so I did, I did get some help. I don't take help too very often from people, but, um, he, he was kind. He went and got me the ice. I gave him some cash. He didn't take it. He bought me my dollar nine bag of ice. And so that was cool. Um, cool running into a nice stranger there. And so that's what I did. I drove and drove and drove all day, every day. And we just went and sight saw and did all kinds of things. We went to hot springs. We rode around that little area. I went up to, we didn't go in the tower cause I had Indy and it was super hot. And, but I went up to that area. Um, and it was, it was very, very, very cool. Like not a, a, a trip of disaster at all what it could have been and you know that's at the beginning of this section I was saying you know it could have been a disaster I remember multiple times being like like whenever I got there and that site was just awful and people go there to get murdered I was like you know I'm glad nobody's with me that's gonna fuss and then there was one day I had put I don't remember what I put in but once I put it in we had driven you know through the mountains in the middle of nowhere for like two hours and it was like you have arrived to your destination and we were at absolutely nothing and I was like oh no like again I'm so glad nobody's with me because I'd be like oh my god we just rode all that way for nothing but I enjoyed it I listened to music I rolled the windows down you know and I just I got to see things that I had never seen before and so I appreciate things like that so no disaster for me like solo trip number one awesome it was perfect it was it was it was everything it could have been so you know if if you've ever thought about doing that I'd totally say go do it because it completely changed my life and my view of life and and that's what I'm about to get into so you know since since my accident I have faced a lot of challenges and had to learn how to do a lot of things differently or you know kind of change the way I do things or you know not do some of the things I used to do and whenever we have challenges in our life like that, then it's easy for us to get scared or, you know, have those certain failures ruin our self-confidence and and make us give up on living. And lucky for me, you know, my challenges and things like that, it's not done that to me. Yes, I've been more scared of trying new things or doing things. And I've had to have people push me in certain times to do things, but it, it hasn't ruined my confidence. And I know I'm capable of doing more than I even still believe sometimes to this day. And so with that trip, it was like, my confidence got the biggest boost of like, okay, 
you know, like you're, you're a bad bitch. You did this and excuse my language, but you know, I mean, that's it. That's, that's how I felt leaving out of there. And at that point I was not scared to go and travel alone. I wasn't scared and I haven't been scared of going back and forth to Texas and and Florida. You know, I've done that and I've gone on airplanes and stuff like that. I've done all that by myself, but I haven't gone and set up a, a tent. I haven't gone and sought things out and found them so much. Um, and, uh, you know, that trip taught me that, Hey, you can do that. And, you know, my first campsite, it was a bus, but I was okay. I made it work and it rained and it was okay. I made it work. It even stormed the last night I was there. My aunt, she was freaking out. She was watching the news and she was like, Carrie, this is, I think that's where all of those tornadoes were, you know, a, a couple years ago. Like you, you probably need to pack up and you probably need to go. And me, I was like, eh, she's just panicking. I'll be all right. You know? Well, that morning, the last night I was there, the the morning that I needed to get up and leave, it was, you know, four o'clock in the morning or something. And I just, the wind going through all those trees, it was the scariest thing I had ever heard. And I opened up my tent and the stick came in at me and I was like, oh my God, I have never got from my the ground to my wheelchair so quick. I don't even think I thought about it. It was like, boom, I was in it. You know, and I, as soon as I opened the door, Indy just boom, went and jumped in the car and I just zipped the tent back up and I got in my car and I started driving because I wanted to get out of those woods. You know, I was just thinking, oh my gosh, this is, it's going to fall. It's going to, everything's going to fall on us. And at that point, by my third night there, I had two people that had came in. One was a dad and a son. They were on one end and, and the uh, thing right next to me, the site right next to me, there was a guy and he had went to sleep in his hammock that night well he I saw him getting up he moved his car too and um I had drove to go get service because I wanted to look at the weather and by the time I got out um you know I had to go down the street a little bit before I got service and there was I mean there was limbs all over the all over the road I was like oh my gosh there's tornadoes out here like I was scared like I was shaking I was so scared and then once I got I stopped in somebody's actual driveway because I had service then and you know the wind was just going so hard the rain was going sideways and I mean it was just it was pouring and it was crazy but as soon as I got the weather to pull up it was like there was a red dot and it was very small and it was passing us at that point and after that we were going to be cool so I was like you've got to be kidding me so I text mom and dad and I was like hey storm just came through scared the crap out of me um, I'm going back. I'm going to sleep in my car for a little while before I try to pack everything up, you know? And so I, I slept in my car till probably about 10, nine or 10. And then I got out and I got everything put up and then I went and I took a shower. And from there I ended up leaving out and I had so many messages by the time I got out and they were like, are you okay? Are you alive? And I was like, oh my gosh, I had to put the tent up. I had to bathe, you know, like I'm about to be driving for seven hours. Like, Jesus, yes, I'm fine. But even that happened, you know, and I, it was okay. Nothing, nothing bad happened. And I was scared and worried, um, multiple times. And like in that time I was scared and I was scared about the, the bears and everything. And, you know, by the third night, I, I wasn't even really thinking so much about the bears. And so it all turned out okay. And whenever you overcome those fears, you're like, oh, I'm capable of so much more than I thought. And fear isn't everything, you know. And so it, it taught me to not be afraid of anything. And it taught me that if we fail, then it's okay. And if we mess up, it's okay. 
we learn from those things and it, it, it teaches us to grow and everything. And without that first trip, this podcast wouldn't be a thing, you know, like I said before, and the blog wouldn't have ever started. And, you know, none of that would have happened and none of that where I'm at today, especially in the camping, you know, world with my teardrop and everything. Like I have grown and shared my story and made things possible to to conquer some of those dreams that I had a long time ago. And if I would have never gone on that one camping trip and started telling my story and venturing out and doing all those things, I probably wouldn't have accomplished everything I've accomplished today, you know? And so now that's my mindset with this podcast. Yeah, I was scared to do it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to get some bad feedback on it. I'm going to have some people telling me what I need to do and what I need to change and how I can make it better. And, and, you know, what, what I, how I should be doing it and all this stuff. Cause I'm never going to be perfect, but I can't be scared to have that criticism. I can't be scared for people to tell me what I can do to do it better. I can't be scared and let those, those fears hold me back because I still have other dreams. You know, I have other things that I'm trying to get to. And because of that camping trip, it taught me, Hey, don't be scared and go do what you can do and do it the best way you can. And and keep chasing whatever it is you're going after. And that's, and, and that's what I've done ever since that, um, that first trip, that's exactly what I've done. And that's what I'll keep doing. Cause that, that first camping trip really made me blossom. It really made me grow and it made me learn a lot about myself and it made me, you know, kind of actually find a hobby after all of these years. Cause sports was my thing before. And I always knew I loved camping, but I didn't have like a passion for it. And now like I have a passion for it and it's cool to have that passion. And a lot of people I think go through life that they don't, they don't know what they're living for. You know, a lot of people, they, they get married, they have kids and kids are their thing. And then it's like kids grow up and kids are out of the house. And then they're like, now what? And people are trying to find themselves later on in life. And it's like, it's cool to me that I have, I found something that I, I very much so love and just, I, I would do it for a living if I could. <laughs> That's one of my goals. How can I do this for a living? How can I get paid to do this? You know, cause it's just so cool. I love roughing it and I love, you know, figuring out how to do things and make things work. And, and camping involves a lot of that, you know, problem solving and, and working through hard hard times or hard things. And like this trip I'm going and I'm going, going back with the big Agnes tent, man. Like I'm excited. I'm excited about being back in my tent. I bought that new halo bolt thing. So I'm going to, cause I'm, I'm staying where there's no electricity, no water. I'm taking my water. Um, that's how I did it on that, that first trip. I was like, I'm roughing it. I'm not staying where there's water. I'm not staying with there's electricity. Like I'm just going, I'm living off the land and my beanie weenies, you know? <laughs> and, um, and so that's how I'm doing it again, but I've one upped it a little bit. Like I'm, I'm going to have some power in my tent and, uh, you know, I got India new dog bed. It's coming tomorrow. I threw hers away a while back, but she's got a new dog bed. She's got her little vest, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be doing it again in a couple of days and I can't wait. It's supposed to rain, but I don't, I don't even care. You know, I was rained on that first trip. Little rain ain't going to kill me. And, uh, it'll just make me a little bit stronger. So yeah, if you've ever thought about going and camping, and you're in a wheelchair, and especially if you're, you know, my injury level, T10, T11, and you got most of your upper body, stop waiting around on someone to make you do it, go do it, you know, and even if you're somebody who, who's not in a wheelchair, and there's been something on your brain you wanted to go do, you know, stop waiting on somebody 
doing it for you. Get out there and go do it. And don't let fear hold you back anymore because that's that's the only thing stopping us from what we want. So yeah, that's the first camping trip. And now I'm going on like number, I don't even know what it is, but I'm going by myself on this one again. And over the last, since that trip, you know, two years ago or however long ago it has been, I do, I have realized how happy it makes me to go on a camping trip by myself with all my stuff. And I'm not having to, you know, pick and shovel through other people's stuff and, and work around them because it does make it harder. And I'm used to living alone and stuff and not having other people's junk around and so I really do I very much enjoy camping by myself so I'm like all day today I've been you know getting all my stuff together and you know shopping for everything getting everything that I I left in Florida and getting my other set of it here you know getting it all in and everything it's been super exciting and I've just been like super stoked and super happy about it And so I'm sad that today's only Monday and I have to wait till Thursday because I'm going to be all packed up by tomorrow. I'm pretty sure I'm already pretty much there. So, um, yeah, I'm thinking about and on this trip, I I got my I have this is on my goal tomorrow. I have to put in my um, camera phone holder on my car. I got a phone mount for my car. So I kind of think I want to do some videos maybe while I'm driving with that. And I may try to do a podcast on the on the road, not while I'm driving, but, you know, whenever I'm out there, because I feel like that'll be such a serene feeling. And then maybe I can get some of my happy vibe onto the podcast because it, it is very cool um, feeling I get being there around a campfire and whatnot and being with nature. So I don't know. Uh, keep a lookout because there there may be lots more to come sooner rather than later. So thanks for listening and hopefully you come back and, and visit us again because I am within the next couple of weeks. I have a bunch of guests that I'm going to start recording stuff with them. So yeah, please stay tuned and come back and listen because I'm going to have lots of cool stories for everyone. So um, I'll say within the next month, I don't want to say the next couple of weeks and then, and then fail you, but yeah, coming up, there will be a lot of cool stuff on here. Um, and, and don't, don't forget to come check back. And again, thanks for listening. Hope to see you back here soon. Bye guys.